Goodbye, University. Right on. Thanks, everyone, for joining in our Year of the Manifester call for the month of May. That's, I was like, what month is it? It's May. <laughs> and this month, I wanted us to focus on advanced appreciation skills. I'm calling this call Developing Eyes for the Gifts. That's really what I want to do. But before I start, I'd like to invite those of you who are here. Thanks for joining, Susan and Ming. Let's see if anyone else is here. We should say hi to... I'm glad you guys are here. (laughs) All right, so if if I asked you where you were at on the scale of 1 to 10 as an appreciator, with 1 being, if I won the lottery, I'd complain about the taxes, (laughs) and 10 being, oh, complaining is completely foreign to me. I love everything there is about life. Where would you be on the scale? I'd like to invite everyone who's listening to assign yourself a number. And I'm just talking in general, because I know we have good days and bad days, but overall, the average, what would you say your number is? And after you've got that in mind, I'd like to invite you to consider what your life would look like at just one number higher. Like, Do you know what would unfold for you if you kicked it up just even one notch? Seriously, seriously cool things. In fact, we could just look at our vortex, right, and that would tell us what would happen because everything that we want that hasn't happened yet, it's just waiting for us to feel better, to find higher alignment in order to unfold. And appreciation is one of the best, if not the best way there. So that's why we're talking about appreciation skills this month. Appreciation, I think, is a staple in any conscious creator's routine. No matter who you are, this this is probably part of your party if you are an LOA savvy person. And most of us, we know to look for what's right and to celebrate successes. And we could write out positive aspect lists and fill up gratitude journals and name three things we like about ourselves. No problem. Most of us are old hat at that. And we also know how important it is to be able to flow this vibration because we know that it isn't external circumstances that make us feel good. It's for us to choose that, whatever we want to feel, wherever we stand right now in order to allow those desires to manifest and to enjoy ourselves. It kind of reminds me of a quote I saw on Facebook today. It's a quote from, um, oh man, I don't remember, who James somebody, but it went like this, the foolish man seeks happiness in the distance, the wise grows it under his feet. I think I put that on the GVU Facebook page today. I liked it so much. And we know that. That's how we roll. <laughs> or at least that's how we can roll when we decide to. <laughs> Um, And I think a lot of us can easily find our way to appreciation when conditions for it are conducive. But this month, I want to invite us to grow even deeper skills for tapping this vibration because any muggle can find something nice to say about the day or their life in general. At least most people can. Um, But anyone could pet a cat on their lap and feel better about things or listen to a favorite song and feel more optimistic. And, And most people, they can find a place to turn Wherever, where there is something easy to appreciate, but not everyone can feel the love where they stand, whatever the circumstances. Like not everyone knows how to... Yesterday, I talked with a guy genuinely experiencing the gifts of being homeless. I just got goosebumps. Not everyone knows how to let a loved one go with peace and love, you know, whether it's a divorce or a death or whatever it might be. I've seen that happen. Some people can do that. Not everyone knows how to 
commit to feeling appreciation no matter what the circumstances are. I think many people, even savvy conscious creators, are conditional appreciators. It's something we do when we can and when we think about it, but it's not something you know, that we, we live in 24-7. And I consider myself a pretty good appreciator. I'm throwing thanks all over the place when I'm putting the garbage out. In fact, I not even just thank the garbage man when he picks it up, but the garbage itself, the bins, the recyclers who process it, the stuff that – the containers that held my – I thank the toilet for doing such a good job. I thank my animals for being here every day because I don't take for granted that they have to be. I thank the dogs for doing their barking job and – and I, I I think the water that I drink and the clouds for being so beautiful. I mean, I am I consider myself pretty good at this. It's a it's a fairly normal mode of operation for me. I think I'm an above and beyond thinker in life. But I sure had a hard time coming up with something nice to say to Russ this morning. <laughs> Some of you might have seen my thread on my love experiment where I was going to text a nice thing every day. And uh, yeah, we had an exchange about money last night. Yeah, I'm, I was <laughs> I still haven't. I still haven't thought of something nice to say to him. In fact, I was making a sandwich for lunch thinking about it and um, our our exchange, and I realized I was making a resentment sandwich. <laughs> like That is not the energy I want to eat, and it's not the vibration I want to flow. And like I said, I think I'm a pretty good appreciator, but what I want to be is exceptional. I want to be Pollyanna-level living with this skill. And the reason I strive for it is because so you know no matter where you're at on the scale whatever number we assign to ourselves I want to be better than I have been because appreciation is a core piece of any manifestor's skill set so that's why we're focusing on how to become better appreciators this month to be able to have as my hero on survivor said is he got voted off after being betrayed by his best and most trusted ally and he was a former NFL player I don't remember his name I tracked him down on Facebook once to just to share with him how much it meant to me his exit interview when this is when they catch the person at their you know they've just been surprised they've just been oh what's it called side so I can't remember what they call it when you didn't see it coming and most they catch people in really not good places and the most exit interviews you know they're saying some mean things about who did it to them and how they hope they get theirs and they're gonna laugh and da 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 this isn't what he said. I get a little emotional thinking about what he said. The, the producers are obviously trying to get him, you know, because they like the drama. They're trying to get a, a reaction out of him. And all he says is, <laughs> he's just in appreciation for it. He says, I have eyes for the gifts. <laughs> he talks about how what a great time he had and um, how much he enjoyed playing with these people. And the place is just amazing. And what a great opportunity it was to be on this game that he loved so much. Most exit interviews don't go that way. I want to be like him. <laughs> so I'd love for us to begin an in-depth exploration of this topic this month. So along those lines, in this call today, I want to cover what appreciation is, why it's so important, <laughs> when it's inappropriate, <laughs> when it's not the thing to do, and then I want to review some exercises to build our appreciation muscle, including how to do it when it isn't easy, because most of us already are good at the basics and then briefly cover what comes from building these muscles like what we can experience or expect to experience when we become a better appreciator so any thoughts from anyone so far happy to see Guillaume here nice to see you all right so let's talk about what appreciation is 
Um, I pulled out actually my – oh, I wanted to see where happiness was. I pulled out asking it is given on page 114. They got their scale. And because um, I was thinking appreciation was at the top of the scale, but I knew it it was up there with a couple of other vibrations. And it made me wonder where happiness – oh, do they have happiness on here? Oh, yeah, they have a happiness at number three. Passion is number two. So um, appreciation, it's one of the highest emotions on the vibrational scale, according to Abraham. It ranks right up there with joy, knowledge, empowerment, freedom, and love. And Abraham tells us that love and appreciation are identical vibrations, that it's the vibration of alignment with who you are. It's the absence of resistance, the absence of doubt, fear, self-denial, or hatred. They said it's the absence of everything that feels bad and the presence of everything that feels good. I really like this definition. And um, what else did they say? They said appreciation is tapped in, tuned in, turned on, that it's vibrational alignment with who you have become. Ooh, and I like this one. Seeing whatever you're looking at through the eyes of source. That's what it is to appreciate. I think that's why that survivor guy uh, inspires me so much because he said, I have eyes for the gifts. I want to be able to see everything as a gift. Uh, Abraham does make a distinction between appreciation and gratitude. Some of you will be familiar with this. They've said that um, gratitude is sourced from the struggle that you've just overcome, like it still has some of that in the vibration. They they make that distinction the same way they make one between inspiration, like when you're feeling called somewhere, and motivation where you're trying to make yourself go somewhere. So it can be subtle. Not everyone feels that one out, but technically – I think I think they're probably right about that. There is a distinction. It's not one I really get nitpicky about. But basically, appreciation is a state of exceptionally high alignment. And that's why Abraham says, we would make it our quest in every moment. <laughs> that's pretty high standard, but I like shooting for it. So let's, that really it leads us to why appreciation is so important, and that's because we get what we vibrate. We can't experience anything that we aren't the vibration of. And everything that we want is because of how we think we're going to feel when we get it. It's the feeling we're after, not the thing itself. This is a point I make in a lot of discussions, but I'll reiterate it quickly here. That's why it can feel like a, oh, this isn't what I wanted kind of moment when a person who, like, wants to lose weight does it by getting really, really sick. Or why it might feel like a miss when a girl's big dream to marry her sweetheart comes true only to find out that marriage sucks. Or it's why someone who comes into big money wishes they never had when it creates angst in the family or brings them nothing but stress. Meaning, you know, technically, yeah, the person got what they said they wanted, but when it doesn't come with the happy feelings, it won't feel like a win, and it's because it's the good feelings that we really wanted all along. Which means the best way to signal universe that you're ready to receive all the good things you've got tucked away in vibrational waiting for you is to start flowing those feelings now including appreciation. Love, satisfaction, fulfillment, happiness, appreciation, those are the vibes flowing when we're loving life. So think about it. When you're in a state of appreciation, universe gets that signal from you and has to match it with more stuff that you'll appreciate. And plus, that's what you really wanted all along was to feel that way. So it's a powerful way to roll. That's why appreciation matters. And that's why conscious creators give this particular vibration so much attention because it feels good, and it attracts more stuff to appreciate. That makes for a really fun experience of life. So I think it behooves us to include this as one of our default or dominant vibrations that we roll with. It, it just it simply makes for a good life. 
and I think this is true too. A, a lot of us could be right smack in the middle of our dream come true life, but if we haven't learned the vibration of appreciation, we would miss it all. We would like we would be having no fun. We'd see it as nothing but like a big struggle or a huge failure simply because we didn't know this vibration. And I actually believe the spiritual teachers who tell us that that is true for every one of us right now, that each one of us is living a dream come true life right now. <laughs> and that if we can't see that, it just means our our appreciation vibrations need a tune-up or something because <laughs> we're, we're not able to see what is so. I I believe that anyway because it's not that, well, I'll appreciate it once it gets better. That's not how our system works. <laughs> it's that we're already huge winners. And however we're not seeing that, it's just a shortcoming on on our part of perception it's 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 on us not on universe that we're seeing things and experiencing it that way and having said that appreciation isn't always the thing that we should be flowing so here's when appreciation may be inappropriate that is and then there might be more things that i'm going to list here but when it's time for contrast or when it's time to process the feelings from contrast i think that's when we don't have to worry about trying to appreciate it. Appreciation gets so much attention in LOA circles that it's easy to conclude we're supposed to be feeling it 24-7, but that's not true or really even desirable, although I agree with Abraham when they said we would make our quest in every moment. Yeah, I agree with that, but I don't think it's, I don't think we really, we're going to feel it in every moment, even when we're trying to, and here's why, because contrast is what fuels the machine, right? Contrast inspires desire which fuels expansion. So without it, life comes to a halt. Like literally, Abraham tells us this is what kills people, their lack of desire. When you don't have any new desires, you just wither and die. So contrast is a good thing. It keeps the whole thing rolling, even though by definition, it's what we don't want. It's, it's not what we prefer. It's not what we enjoy. So it might not be fun, but it is good. And while some conscious creators can appreciate contrast, often in hindsight, but some can occasionally do it in the red-hot moment. For most of us, experiencing what we don't want usually inspires feelings other than appreciation, and that is okay. That's appropriate because we know that feelings are to be felt. They're to be honored, not ignored, not denied or repressed or ignored. If we try that, they just get stuck and often bigger, so it's best just to roll with them, whatever the feelings might be. And it's appropriate to feel like crap when something crappy happens. So, and I think, too, when we get really good at that, at feeling how we feel, whatever it is, and being fully present to it, that actually makes it easier to return to a higher vibrational state, including appreciation. So I'm just saying this so that you know the purpose of our focus on appreciation this month is not to prevent us from processing our full range of emotions when it's time for that. So I'm not saying cross everything else off the list because this month, you know, all we're doing is appreciation. It's not what we're up to here. All I want is for us to have easier access to this vibration than we did before. Jeanette? Um, yes. Um, should I wait? Oh, no, please. Let's hear. Well, as I listen to you, I think about um, is there a difference between becoming on a scale of 1 to 10, 10, appreciators unlinked to a desire is there value in you know developing that muscle? Uh, well 
I, I, fight, I think I know what you're saying, Susan, and I want to say absolutely. I actually think that's what really matters, that it isn't just because – appreciation isn't worth flowing just because it gets us what we want. It's what we wanted all along. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that I think it's a pitfall to, um, you know, identify the feeling – that isn't the pitfall, but to identify the feeling and then appreciate towards that. It might be called, I, it might be a pitfall. I'd like to explore that with you, but I think of it more as a carrot. Like a this, carrot. The, the, yeah, the incentive that, that gives people a reason. Because when people want something and they're kind of attached to that desire, they'll do a lot of things to get it. And if if they understood that, managing their vibrational state is what's going to get them there, then I think that's a good thing because it gets them practicing what, first of all, what's really most effective and what really matters. But it's also what we really wanted all along was just to feel better. So we get two wins with it. First of all, we get the the emotional reward, and we also get a fabulous life. You know, as the things that we wanted, we, we get to experience them. But I'd like to hear how how you how you might see it as a pitfall. That might be interesting to explore. Do you want to elaborate? Well, I was thinking if if I'm developing the habit of appreciation, and it's it's some place it's okay. I'll do this because it it gets me to that. You know, it's the carrot that gets me there. And if I don't get there in the time or the how, obviously not, you know, being there is not where we want to be, then does that, do I then slack off? Because, you know, here I was appreciating everything and... Well... And I... I, I, you know, for me, it's intr- the intrinsic appreciation is the goal. It's not... So, think of, Go here's ahead. what I think. If if we get really good at practicing appreciation, our attachment to other desires lessens, don't you think? Because mm-hmm. there's less contrast, right? We're enjoying ourselves along the way. And I know Abraham has said... You don't. You do not engage a manifesting process in order to get somewhere. You engage a manifesting process because it makes you feel good in this moment, right? That's. Right. It's for the purpose of alignment that we engage it, not to make something happen. So then we feel good. It's to make us feel good right here, right now. Um, but I'm thinking that for someone who's gotten really good at practicing appreciation, they're less likely to conclude, "My stuff hasn't happened," right? Right. Because they're more likely to be like, "Wow, life is fabulous and amazing," and this, that, and the other, and and then oh hey one day hey check it out this is that thing I said I wanted here it is woohoo kind right. of like yeah I I I guess I was thinking more for somebody who might have rated themselves lower on the mm. the one to ten scale um, that the getting clear about what you just said which is appreciation is the goal in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, some people, Susan, I suspect you could say that to some people, and they'd be like, "Oh, I totally get it. All this other stuff that I thought I wanted is 
actually pointless. I really do right. just want to enjoy my life. And they could have that be, I think some people that that totally lands for and they can connect those dots and, and engage it for that purpose. And and for others, it kind of feels like, um, it certainly was for me, like, right. okay, I'll do this because I think it's going to get me somewhere. And then once I was doing it, I was like, oh, this is the somewhere I wanted to get. So the, what you're saying is the process will convert us. I, I, if not, then either, I mean, I, how could it not? Right. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I'll yeah. give you a concrete example. There was a water main break outside my office. Um, so for three days, we did not have indoor plumbing. Oh, boy. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of people were, a lot of complaints about that. And, I, you know, I didn't, that just didn't feel good. And so I actively had to say, I, you know, without any sort of um, reference to the current state, indoor plumbing enhances my life. And, you know, not then saying, okay, now get the plumbing fixed, but just saying <laughs> that in my life, indoor hand, indoor plumbing is a major enhancement. <laughs> without attachment to... To make, making indoor plumbing appear, yeah. <laughs> right, getting it, the water main fixed and then to do that. And, and you know, it, it did. It kept me out of that sort of moan and groan um, that was going on around me in that situation. And in and of itself, it felt better to do it. Okay, thanks. I'll let you get it. All right. So um, thank you, Susan, for that. And uh, I wonder if I, I – I was talking about why when – when it wasn't appropriate to appreciate. We want to feel all of our feelings. Don't have any judgment if you aren't feeling appreciation for everything. But, um, but I think it, because appreciation aligns us to our, our biggest possibilities and our highest desires, and I think that's the kind of life we all deserve, that's why I think we – it's it's wise for us to put a focus on this. So let's explore some exercises to build our appreciation muscle, including how to do it when it isn't easy. Because honestly, most of us are good at this stuff in neutral moments or on good days. Um, in fact, many of us, even when we're in a slightly bad mood, we can still turn it around and, and tune into appreciation when we make the effort. And if that isn't already the case for you, then you'll want to start simple with building appreciation muscle, right? Find the easy things to love and Use the neutral or the already good moments in your day to do that because what we're going to cover next, do not attempt what I'm about to talk about until you've got some basic appreciation skills under your belt or these practices will backfire for you and you'll probably be mad at me for it. Um, in fact, here's how to tell if you're ready for advanced appreciation skills. Um, I was thinking about what's a measure. And here's one. Okay, if you – oh, puppies. Oh. Let me, there's nothing out there. I'm going to mute and yell at him. <laughs> could you hear me? I thought, yeah, I, thought I heard someone. Could, did you hear me yelling? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, because we appreciated the silence. <laughs> right on. All right. Um, okay, if a person can do 100 positive thoughts in a row on a dime, 
Um, and I think you're probably in pretty good shape for what we're going to cover next, the advanced appreciation exercises. Or if you can spot the silver lining in any cloud, you're probably already a really good appreciator. And, you're, and I think you're likely ready for what we're going to explore next. So again, these exercises are not for newbies. <laughs> I feel like I got a little disclaimer in fine print. <laughs> uh, and some of us have probably already practiced these and might even be good at it. If you are, I want to hear your tips for others to how we can get better at it. I've, I've had flashes of brilliance with a few of these, but they are flashes, not my regular MO. One is to love your enemy, right? Not just to forgive your enemy, like we're often counseled to do, but to love them. Because I think when you can love your enemy, you don't have enemies anymore. So that's one advanced appreciation exercise. Another one is to say yes to contrast, right? To embrace it fully, not just in hindsight after it's you know all over and you're kind of out of the red hot moment, but in the moment, right? Like, um, oh, I had one yesterday when the news was reporting they found a woman's body in a suitcase on the side of the road, and it wasn't my first thought. My first thought was, oh, that's terrible. But my second thought was. Wow, how cool is it, was it that the Department of Transport guy found it? Because, I mean, it was kind of remote. And what brought him there? He was supposed to be on a job, uh, supposed to be meeting coworkers. He was early. They weren't there. He decided to go for a walk. He went for a walk and found And here I was. I was thinking how cool it is that I said, that guy must have been divinely guided. And I thought how good it is that someone gets closure now. Right, so it wasn't my first thought, but they were. It was quickly on the heels of it, or like when my friend was talking to me about Freddie, what's his last name's death in Baltimore. Oh my word, was she upset about it? Oh, so mad. And and I was thinking, how cool it was that this guy played this part to wake up so many people. Right, that's to be able to to find something to appreciate in the terrible things. Right. And that's, that's one thing to say yes to contrast that's like kind of removed because that's not happening to me personally. I mean, it is in my world and everything's personal that I experience. But can I say yes to the to the in my face up close contrast? Like, could I have loved it when clients weren't hiring me, or like when my financial situation keeps me from divorcing my husband? For a while, I stayed married because I didn't think I could afford to get divorced. Um, or like when my date is standing me up, can I say, good, now we know it's not you? <laughs> or when the doctor is listing the things that have gone wrong, can a, can a person say, yes, I love this body that I don't understand, that no one else does either, this body that causes me pain or frustration. I mean, like to be able to do it when it's personal, I think that's an advanced appreciation skill. And another one I want to put on this list is is appreciating what isn't yet, the thing that doesn't exist. To be able to, because Abraham t talks all the time about how as soon as we have a desire for something, it exists. And if you could just let that be enough, then it will come to unfold. But so many, so many of you, you want the lover in the bed and the money in the bank and this, that, and the other before you really are enjoying it. But if you can appreciate it in advance of its manifestation, that's an advanced skill. Oh, I promised to tell a story of another one. I think self-love for some of us. It's an advanced appreciation skill. Others, uh, you did not have this challenge. But for those of us who are who became, we weren't born this way, but we became uh, critics of ourselves, then self-love is an advanced appreciation skill. And uh, I think in one of the threads, I was talking about how um, 
or maybe it was in the thing I wrote that I hadn't published yet. Anyway, I was telling the story about how, oh, okay, so one of the things that's been hard for me to appreciate about myself is a round stomach, right? Like, I, for most of my life, mo- model thin, straight, stick, thin, and then one day, okay, it wasn't overnight, but that's not the case anymore. All of a sudden, there are curves where I'm used to seeing flat, and that's not one of the things that I was naturally appreciating about myself, so much so that Russ was not allowed to touch my belly. Like, that is that was hands off. He, when he'd rest his hand somewhere on me, if he put it on my stomach, I said, do not touch me there, because <laughs> that's how much I I don't think detest is too strong a word for what I was feeling about this. And you guys know how this goes. What we resist persists. And it took me a while to create a habit of love for the round stomach. Oh, like a while. But I did. I mean, for a while I was just trying to make it go away. Uh, and eventually I realized, hello, that resistance is nothing good going to happen here. Susan, this is a lot like what you were talking about before. So I began a process of appreciation in order to in order to make some peace i just i i was kind of tired of just not loving myself and i also thought you know it might change if you can get to a place of love so it took me a while to practice love and it wasn't just my belly then i had big thighs too that weren't super easy to love and some other things but but it the i eventually got to a place where i could see my round belly in profile or in the shower and uh, or Russ would rest his hand on it, and I could appreciate it, not just be okay with it, not just not that I didn't flinch or I didn't cringe, but eventually be able to be like, oh, like, a, like you would like the way you would feel about anything or anyone that you loved. I eventually got there. It was it took some practice, and um, the other day I noticed I was in the shower, and I was lathering up, and my hand passed over my stomach, and I was like, whoa, that's flat. And you know what my first thought was? Ah, I just got used to my round one. <laughs> like, give me my round one back. Who wants this flat stomach? I, 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 and that's when I realized I genuinely had gotten to a place of love for it. Genuinely loved it. And sure enough, <laughs> isn't that how it goes? Um, I, I, not that I have any prejudice around round or flat, but I know my body thrives when I love it. And so I guess for her version of thriving, she likes flatter works for her better than round. I don't know exactly. Maybe it won't always be the case. But I, that for me, that took some advanced appreciation skills to be able to love that thing about myself that I, I used to just beg universe, please, I'll put up with cellulite. I'll put up with a big butt. Just let me have my flat stomach back. <laughs> that was advanced appreciation. I think another advanced appreciation skill is to be thankful when you see someone who has what you want but you don't have yet, right? Like when you've been wanting or maybe even needing the house to sell, whether you're the owner or the agent, and yet it's not. Like everyone around you is celebrating their closed deals and their bidding wars and their record-breaking fast offers and closes. Like to be able to appreciate what they're experiencing when you're not, that's an advanced appreciation skill. Another one I've got on my list here is to love your people fully, like not just despite their shortcomings, but including it, or maybe even especially because of them, right? So it, you're not just learning to turn your attention to what you do love about them, which can be a, a powerful practice, you guys. I'm not dismissing that in any way. But for advanced appreciation, we don't even have to just like close our eyes to the things we don't love. We can love the things about them that 
that we wouldn't otherwise. Like to be able to love your um, your sister's nosiness or that your kids don't pick up after themselves or that the politicians, the way they do their job of not doing their job or your husband's stinginess or whatever it is. I think that's another advanced appreciation skill. Um, and I want to reiterate, if you're not at these levels yet, then we want to start in the easier places. Like I wouldn't go try to run a marathon when I can barely get to the end of the block without collapsing. So uh, you might, if you're at a place where you're not yet, 100 positive thoughts in a row or appreciative thoughts in a row is a, is a hard to do or if silver linings are not your forte, you might not want to start with some of these. You might just want to go with things that are easier to engage right um but does anyone have any other exercises or processes that can help us develop our appreciation skills i would love to hear from you if so okay here's what i'm shooting for with this practice myself this month i would i'm i'm thinking of my appreciation um, models or mentors like i want i'm thinking of that former nfl player on survivor who said in his exit interview which is when everyone else is still really bitter they haven't had hours or days or weeks to get over it he said i have eyes for the gifts i want to be like that guy in the red hot moment to be able to tap into it i want to be like the guy i listened to yesterday talk about the benefits of being homeless he was sincere you guys he wasn't making it up it wasn't lip service and and it wasn't what he chose it wasn't what he wanted but he was doing it with a full heart i want to be able to do that i want to be like the woman who got cured of ms after 33 years that story that nancy posted or whatever her her thing was and not be bitter about the misdiagnosis. Because when I read that story, I was like, oh, she suffered needlessly for how long? <laughs> but no, that's not where she, she was saying really nice things. I want to be able to be like her. I, I want to be like one of my colleagues who handles rejection by saying, good, get out of the way. <laughs> and he doesn't mean it in a, you know, like wishing ill on another person. He just, he doesn't let it phase him. He's like so single-mindedly focused on what he's doing that whenever he runs across someone that it isn't for, it, it doesn't fluster him. It doesn't ruffle his feathers in any way, shape, or form. I want to be like my old self who had practiced self-love so well that I literally couldn't hear a criticism of myself when someone was directing it straight at me. You guys remember that love note I thought I got? That was a, that guy saying all these things he appreciated about me. I, I, I didn't realize what he was really – he really meant it quite critically. But I just practiced self-love so much that that's not how I interpreted it. And I want to be like Pollyanna – who virtually always sees what's going right, no matter what's happening. That girl is good at it. So here's what I think we can expect from building these muscles. When we become really exceptional appreciators, what we'll experience is that life becomes even more exceptional for us. This has the potential to transform a person's manifesting game. And I do say that as a carrot, I guess, Susan, because I think appreciation is worthy of engaging in and of itself. But it is also, if anyone's been wondering why their stuff is elusive, whatever you've been looking to create, if it's not unfolding, amping up your appreciation skills is a good way to let it in. So um, anyone got any thoughts or questions or comments, suggestions, tips, stories? This has been really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, I 
I'm I'm rather interested in hearing anyone who's got an example of exceptional appreciation, whether it's something you saw in someone else or you experienced yourself. I would love to hear that because it's stories like that that help inspire me to get better at it. Like you know me, I love I love the real life stories, what it looks like in the real world. So whatever you guys run across, I would just love to get a beautiful spotlight on exceptional appreciation this month. So whatever you run across or experience that you can share, please do in the forum or shoot me an email if you don't want to share it um, with the group. All righty, everyone. Thanks for listening. I will wish you a fabulous rest of the day, and we'll see you on our next call. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye, Susan. Bye. Bye, Kim. Thank you.